At some point, we've all been asked, what do you want to be when you grow up? But how often does that become a reality? And what does it feel like to work in the shadow of our idols? Uh, my name is Jason Keough. I work for Modus Agency. And my role there is conversion rate optimization specialist. But Jason hasn't been a conversion rate optimizer his whole life. He's spent a large part of his career in the music industry, and he's toured with many famous bands across the world. Today, we'll be talking to Jason about his passions in music alongside his career path. I got a job at a record store when I was a teenager because I had already bought, I spent a lot of my allowance money and other, even when I got like my first few jobs, I'd spent a lot of the money on records. And so working at a record store really helped solidify that passion for music. I got to listen to music and get paid for it. Like, that just seemed like a dream job to me. <laughs> I was looking at things like full-sale recording studios, uh, and my parents weren't too happy about that. They wanted me to go to a, a real accredited like college or university. So I did some more research, and I found... Uh, Belmont University in Nashville was one of the few in the country that had a music business program. I was excited to just get into the business and, and go to you know college, as, as most people do. So I applied and, and got into to Belmont. Getting through college was one thing. To Jason, it was just the next step to realizing his dream. Well, what was ideal was becoming a record producer and not necessarily an engineer. After taking all the engineering classes, I realized that perhaps my ear was not quite made to be a true recording engineer. Being a producer was a lot more interesting to me because it was, in my view, more creative and more responsible in terms of leading and making direction to the song's kind of final state or output but even as a record producer that involved a lot of theory and other things that I weren't necessarily that good at either and I realized that that was even tougher to get into because you sort of had to do your time as an engineer or at least I was told that before you became a producer so it was a it was a way to become a producer was to be an engineer. So there I was back at staring at myself saying, can I really be a recording engineer? Is that what I really want to do? And so I decided to look elsewhere. I started to look for jobs outside of Nashville in the ticketing industry. And I found a really great one at the Franklin Institute in Philadelphia. And I met somebody named Jim McCafferty. Uh, and af after a few years at the Franklin, he had mentioned, because he was connected to U2, they had an opening for a tour ticketing manager, and would I be interested? And of course, I was blown away and had to ask him several times, are you serious? And he was very serious. And I said, sure, I'll, I'll interview, thinking there's no way I'm going to get this job. And just like that, he was on the tour. I uh, had to, you know, travel and go to from show to show, working in the box office, 
to uh, run a small ticket pickup box office, sometimes out of the hotel, sometimes out of the venue. But people would come and pick their tickets up for me, VIPs and special guests, celebrities and things might pick them up at the hotel. But then I had to go work at the show and, and have them pick them up at the, at the ticket will call as well. And oftentimes there'd be people trying to take advantage of the situation. So I had to figure out who was a real guest and who was, who was lying to me to try to get a free ticket. Somebody would come up to the window and say, you know, my name is, is Bill Smith. And uh, Bono said he, he would leave tickets for me. If Bill Smith wasn't there in the, in the ticket list, I'd have to check and vet out, you know, Bill Smith. And I'd have to talk to the management and who would sometimes even talk to the band and say, hey, Bono, did you leave a ticket for Bill Smith? And he would be like, no. <laughs> After his short four-month term with U2, he went on tour with other famous bands for the next several years. But after the first U2 tour, I was out of a job and looking for work. And I ended up falling into a very similar position with the Rolling Stones, who were going out on tour in uh, 1994. And so that was uh, that led into 1995, where I got hooked up with some friends again through Jim McCafferty, because to- Pearl Jam was interested in doing a tour without using Ticketmaster. And so they wanted to f- form their own ticketing company to handle all of their tickets. Ready to stand up! Ah! Suddenly, Jason went from being the behind-the-scenes ticketing manager to a major player in Pearl Jam's push for their own ticketing company. Typically, it's very much being behind-the-scenes as I mentioned before, that's that's a place I typically like, but here here we were like being the subject of articles in major publications and Rolling Stone and other you know music type magazines and things, but also it was on like the news in, in different areas. Uh, everybody at that point in time kind of knew about Pearl Jam's effort to try to circumvent a big big business giant monopoly like Ticketmaster. Looking back through the years, it may seem that Jason surrounded himself with his passion for music. We asked him what it was like working a non-music job in the music industry. I, I had to be in the music business somehow and, you know, having first to work for an amphitheater and then to get into ticketing uh, and then going out on tour doing ticketing... I mean, it was very much being a part of a production, a big show that went and traveled the whole world. What advice would you give to the budding musicians, songwriters, and music majors out there right now? Well, I'd say a couple of things. One would be, you know, work hard because a lot of people want that same job. And so not only do you need to know somebody who can help get your foot in the door, but you also have to work really hard once your foot is in the door. And, and then once you've, once you've had a job for a while and have proven your value and your worth, uh, getting jobs after that will be easier. Today's music has been covered and produced by Jason Keough, and concert audio was found from YouTube recordings. This is WTJU Charlottesville.